Uh, do you live in the world of what ifs? That's what I want to ask you today. Uh, many of us live with regret. And in fact, on the Facebook Live video that's airing right now, you'll be able to find a poll that I've put of what is your biggest regret? What what type of regret do you have that is your biggest regret? And a lot of us live in the world of what if. And what I mean by that is, what if I had done this instead of that? What if, as a parent, I had made this kind of decision? What if, in my career, I had gone this direction instead of another one? What if, in my relationship with my family or with my spouse or, you know, spiritually, what if I had made one decision over the other? Well, I've been preaching on Sunday morning through the book of Philippians. And I love the book of Philippians. It's a great book. It's very encouraging. But what I love is the perspective that Paul gives to the church, because he certainly doesn't live in a world of what ifs. You know, what if I had gone to this city instead of that one? What if I had said this instead of said something different? And and I think for a lot of us, we live in that world of, of what if. We live in that world of regret, and we think if I could turn back and I could rewind my life and I could go back 10 years, five years, four days sometimes, and I could make a different decision, my life would be drastically different. And here's what I want to share with you about that in this Facebook Live video and also in the podcast that's going to go up on my podcast. That if, if you're late to the video, it's called Walk This Way, and you can find it on Google, Spotify, Pocket Cast, iTunes, and it's called Walk This Way. You can Google and, and find it that way. But here's what I want to do to encourage you. I want to use Paul as an example, because I could use myself as an example. I could use your story as an example. But when Paul writes the book of Philippians, he's writing to a church while he's sitting in a prison. He's sitting in a prison cell and he's writing this letter. Now, Paul, of all people, could have said, well, what if I had gone to this city instead of that one, then I wouldn't be locked up in this cell. But in the very first chapter of the book of Philippians, he says, I know that what is happening to me is advancing the gospel. You see, in the book of Philippians, the whole church started in the book of Acts whenever Paul and Silas were in a Philippian prison. And while they were in that prison, they were singing, they were worshiping, and all of a sudden the jail cell just flies open and the Philippian jailer is ready to kill himself because he thinks that Paul and Silas are just going to run right out of the jail and he's going to lose his job and most he's going to lose his life. Well, Paul looks at him and he says, hey, we're right here. And he ends up leading the Philippian jailer and his family to Christ. And that was the springboard for the church that Paul is writing to in Philippi, where he is now sitting in a prison cell. And he's not living in the world of, well, what if I had never gone to Philippi? What if I had never said this? What if I had journeyed someplace else? No, he's not, he says what's happening to me is actually good for the kingdom of God. And I think so many times, I, and I run into, take parents, for example, I run into parents all the time that will say, well, had I disciplined my child differently, or had I bought my child this instead of that, or had I been a little more careful to do this instead of do that, then, then I know my child would have come out far differently. I know that their life would have been far different had I done something different. Or I've talked to people in their careers, 
and they think, you know, if I had taken this job instead of that one, or if I had, had said no to this promotion and waited for the next one, then my life would be drastically different. But here's the thing that I tell parents all the time. You literally do the best you can in the moment. You are disciplining your child, you are talking to them, you are trying to lead and guide them, and you can't go back. You can't rewind your life and go back to the things that perhaps you've messed up or things that didn't go well in the past. You can't go back and say, I want to do over. I want to go back and I want to do something different. A lot of times, whether it's parenting, relationships, or whether it's something in the job, I really believe that most people genuinely do the best they can in the moment. They really do try to do the best they can. They try to make the best decision that they can. They do what is beneficial for themselves, for their family, for hopefully for the kingdom of God. And sometimes those decisions don't work out the way that we want them to. Sometimes our children don't don't grow up to be the kind of people that we want them to be because of whatever decisions that they make. Sometimes our career takes a, a, a sidetrack and it doesn't end up the way that we hope that it would. All that being said, because you cannot rewind your life, you have to just accept the fact that I did the best I could in the moment. Yes, because of sin pressure, because of, of exterior pressure or job pressure or relationship pressure, maybe I could have done something different. However, because I was trying to do the best I could in the moment, even if I could rewind and do it all over again, chances are I may very well make the same decision. So you can't live in the world of what ifs. You can't live in the world of regret. It doesn't do God any favors. It doesn't do the kingdom of God any favors. And it doesn't do you to constantly live in regret. I've shared this in counseling with people before, and and certainly it's not a new concept, but it's sort of like driving a car. When you get in your car, you have a, a some mirrors and you have some pieces of glass in the car that are pretty essential for driving. Two of them I want to point out to you is your front windshield and your rearview mirror. Now, if you'll notice that those two pieces of glass are pretty different in size. In fact, your front windshield is really big and your rearview mirror is pretty small. The rearview mirror is only there for perspective. If you tried to drive your car forward while looking at the past, looking behind you in that rearview mirror, if you constantly tried to move forward by looking in your rearview mirror, you might do okay for a few tenths of a mile. But what happens when the road turns? What happens when there's a pothole? What happens if there's a stoplight or a stop sign? Or what happens if you know somebody pulls out in front of you? You'll never see them because you're constantly looking in the past. But the front windshield is one of, if not the biggest piece of glass in your car. And do you know why? Because it gives you the perspective of where you're going. You can see where you're headed. You can see the future. You can see what's ahead. You can see when you need to turn right, when you need to turn left. You can see when there's a pothole coming. You can see when somebody pulls out in front of you. And that's so much the way that God wants us to have perspective on life. Yes, we can look in the past and we can get some perspective. But that perspective is only there to help us to see that maybe we missed something. Uh, Maybe we didn't 
estimate how big that pothole was, or, or maybe we cut somebody off and we want to look in our rearview mirror, you know, to see if they're chasing us down, whatever the case might be. But the biggest perspective that God wants us to have on life is where we're headed, where we're going, how we're moving forward. And you can't live your life in reverse. You can't live your life looking behind. You cannot live your life as though you are constantly and consistently looking behind you and you fail to look forward. Paul did that in his ministry. In fact, in the book of Philippians, a passage that I just preached this past Sunday, he said, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Maybe today in this Wednesday, middle of the week, maybe you need to hear this. But forget what is behind. Even the good things. You can't live off of the good things of the past, and you certainly can't live in the regret of the past. Forget what is behind. Either the great successes because they're gone, or the colossal disappointments, because they're in the past, and constantly move forward and say, God, what do you have for me today? Where do you want me to go? What is the direction of my life? What is the future that you have for me that I need to keep my eyes on today? We all can live in the world of what if. What if I had done this? What if I had done that? But friend, you cannot change the past. All you can do is let God have the future. You can ask God to forgive the mistakes of your past. You can ask God to give you perspective on the things of the past. You can ask forgiveness of other people that you've heard in the past, but you cannot change the actions that you've done. All you can do is learn from the past and ask God to take your future and really use it to make a difference for his kingdom. Again, this weekly podcast, I I try to do a 10 or 12 minute segment every single Wednesday, usually in the morning or at least by lunchtime. And uh, starting today, I did a Facebook live while I recorded the podcast. And so this podcast is going to go on mine. Uh, So you'll hear this exact same podcast on Walk This Way uh, if you want to subscribe to that. But you can find it online at anchor.fm backslash walk this way or you can find it on Google and Spotify and iTunes, as I said earlier in the, in the video. But I just wanted to encourage you today. Like I said, I hope that this helps somebody. Uh, somebody commented on the video. Uh, two people actually commented that they needed to hear this today. And praise God for that, because I'm no different than you or anybody who watches this video. There are things in my past that, that if I could go back and change back to when I was a teenager, back when I was in college, back, you know, when I first started in ministry and just, you know, back two days ago, I, there are all sorts of things. If we could rewind our life and go back and redo, all of us would, but we can't. All we can do is forget what is behind, press on to what is ahead, try to learn from the past, use the perspective of the past and say, God, would you bless the future that I give to you and keep me from those temptations, keep me from those mistakes, keep me from those potholes and those sins that entangle me and and will trip me up and help me to live for your glory and for your benefit. So I'm glad that it I'm glad that it helped uh, some of you today. Uh, like and share this Facebook 
video after it uh, is no longer live and uh, and certainly subscribe to the podcast. You'll find all kinds of content there. And as I said at the beginning of the video, I do a weekly radio show uh, Wednesday night at six o'clock and it's on 101.9 WAIN in Columbia, Kentucky. And I take that vi- that uh, radio uh, show that radio podcast and I upload it on my podcast on Thursday, uh, morning. So you can find that on walk this way. Uh, the title of the show is similar to walk this way, but it's called what's the word. And in that one hour radio show, I just constantly try to, to put a perspective of what does the Bible say about the crazy world in which we live. And so tonight's show is all about uh, two topics that are pretty pretty charged in our country today, and it is racism and violence and how those two are so oftentimes linked together. What does the Bible say about how God sees us and how we ought to see others, regardless of their skin tone, regardless of what continent they're from, regardless of what language they speak? And I'm thankful to be a child of God. I'm thankful that God looks at me and loves me in spite of myself. And uh, so I certainly want to be faithful to do that as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, extended Facebook Live video. As I said, please like and share it and uh, make sure that you check out the podcast. I think you'll find some stuff on there that you'll enjoy. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Hey, this is Pastor Randy Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me for What's the Word? That show airs every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock on 101.9 WAIN, right here in the heart of Adair County in Columbia, Kentucky. Or you can catch the replay of What's the Word on my podcast, which is called Walk This Way. And you can find that in several different places. You can find it at anchor.fm backslash walkthisway on the internet, or you can find it on different apps and, and places that carry podcasts like iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and all sorts of uh, places you can find this broadcast, you can find messages that I've preached, and I just want to encourage you to make it a point to tune in, subscribe, and listen to all sorts of content that's on my podcast, which is called, again, Walk This Way. Thank you so much for joining me.